Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the Politics Guys, a place for bipartisan, rational, and civil debate on American politics and policy. I'm Michael Baranowski, a professor of political science at Northern Kentucky University. I'm joined today by my conservative counterpart, Cleveland area attorney and defender of freedom, Jay Carson. There was a lot that we didn't get to on our regular weekend show, starting with, well, what was a huge story, an unexpected story uh, the last week, uh, Tucker Carlson being out at Fox in a move that surprised everyone, including Carlson. And that came in the wake of Fox's $787.5 million settlement in that Dominion case, in which so Carl- maybe it shouldn't have been that surprising. Well, you know, yeah, but but anyway, it was, you know, and, and Carlson, <laughs> of course, discuss, yeah. When you've just cost the company $780 million. So, yeah, at least, well, certainly he was a big part of that, right? But but also, you know, Fox is facing another defamation lawsuit from Smartmatic, as well as from Abby Grossberg, who is Carlson's former head of booking, who's alleging a hostile work environment, and also that Fox's attorneys may have coerced her into providing misleading uh, misleading deposition in the Dominion lawsuit. So this last week, Carlson made his first public comment since the firing in a Twitter video saying how unbelievably stupid most political debates on TV are, uh, how there's virtually no discussion of truly important things like civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources, and asking When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of these issues? It's been a long time. And he suggested that, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you know, there you go. (laughs) But, uh, But anyway, he said, you know, that's because corporate media on the left and the right don't want those debates to happen. The U.S. is effectively a one party state, but this will change in that when honest people say what's true calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink. They become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Um, well, I, I almost needed to you know, uh, schedule an appointment with, I don't know, I guess a, an ophthalmologist to get surgery for my eyes rolling back so far in my head with Tucker Carlson saying those things. But put that aside for a second. Uh, let's talk first about, well, not exactly a firing. It's more of a contract buyout and there'll be negotiations and all that. But there's plenty we don't know, plenty we almost certainly never will know. But what's your sense of why Fox decided to part ways with Carlson, given the fact that Tucker Carlson is, in many ways, the face of Fox, by far not only their most popular host, but the most popular host in all of conservative TV media by a long shot. So, well, uh, again, I'll go back to there are 787 million reasons that come to mind um, uh, immediately. 
Um, beyond that, uh, there's also been you know, discussion uh, and well, discussion, um, uh, some some journalism regarding what some of these other Tucker Carlson emails showed, and it showed a a lack of respect uh, for a lot of higher up Fox execs, including his bosses. Um, a lot of statements that just were not helpful to uh, even the Fox listeners, right? I mean, uh, Tucker sort of going off about how he hates Donald Trump, and, and you Actually, know what I mean. It, yeah. it, it, I think, <laughs> I think the, I think it tarnished his brand either way, right? Um, uh, third, I think I've, I've another analysis that I had read was maybe Fox is looking at this as. You know, one, Tucker Carlson actually isn't the number one show on Fox. It's actually The Five, um, which I do watch sometimes, um, which it's uh, I don't know whether you ever watch watch that. Um, but it's more like a news light kind of, yeah. you know, sort of irreverent sort of bantery thing. kind um, of. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and, and it's it's, you know, uh, I want to say fair and balanced to the extent Fox does it. Yeah. I mean, like they have Juan Williams on there a lot. Um, you know, there, there's someone from the left, uh, who, who speaks and, you know, again, it's a, um, but anyway, setting that aside, um, I think there's, there's also analysis that says, listen, a lot of people really like to watch, uh, conservative talk shows, um, on Fox at around eight o'clock. Um, and that seems to hold true regardless of who the host is. If you look at, you know, there was Bill O'Reilly, there was um, uh, Hannity. Um, exactly. And all these, you know, and, and Fox, I think, looks at, we had these same ratings throughout. So maybe it's not Tucker. Maybe it's just people watch that show at that time. Our demographic watches that show. And they think um, the magic isn't in Tucker Carlson. It's just in having, you know, he can, in other words, he's replaceable. Yeah. And so um, when you have somebody who decides that he is above the network and he is untouchable, if you're if you're the Murdoch, it's like, well, <laughs> no, you're not, buddy. And we're not going to allow you to be a liability. We can just slot someone else in. And after a, a right. ramp up and, period, and yeah, there the was same a lot thing. of talking about, oh, if they lose O'Reilly, Fox News is done. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Yeah, which so, is fine. yeah. Um. So I think I think that's kind of what all figured into the, the calculation. Um. Also, I, I do think that if you if you look at some of the other emails um, that came out during this, I think Fox was becoming worried uh, about being seen as as going off the rails too far, right? As is they're they're sort of stuck in this uh, uh, situation where they're afraid to lose audience to um, uh, some of these other upstarts, uh, but yet they're also um, afraid to to lose the, any credibility to their news division. Um, and it was, it was just becoming more and more difficult, I think, to, for them to reconcile the two. Um, so, you know, in the end, I, you know, Tucker, you know, again, Tucker sort of was the guy who was, uh, again, trashing its its own management and so forth. And I, I think that just didn't sit well. So, um, yeah, they, they made the move. Um, so. Yeah. I, what about, I mean. What do you think? I, I tend, I tend to be, I tend to be in the camp of, I think he's replaceable. Oh yeah, I, think. I don't think there's any any particular genius about about Tucker Carlson uh, that he's somehow unique, uh, that he's not saying what, you know, what, not doing what what uh, uh, Hannity did or or uh, what um, O'Reilly or Beck uh, O'Reilly or did or Slot. yeah, any yeah. of those guys, yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, it's weird when I. When I listened to when I when I sorry, saw his Twitter video announcement, 
it was interesting because I felt this sort of weird dissociative sort of thing because he was saying some things that I agreed with, but the fact that he was saying them made me, like I said, I, you know, this, this ridiculous idea that Tucker Carlson is some brave truth teller when if you take even a minute to take a look at the history of Tucker Carlson's career, pretty clearly Tucker has been willing to say whatever he needs to say to fit himself into whatever mold would make the most financial sense for Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson believes in, as far as I can tell, nothing but Tucker Carlson. And and so that he would position himself in this way just makes me want to gag. But at the same time, he said some things in that message that I found myself at least partially agreeing with. I wanted to get your take on that. Well, stop, stop clock is right twice and a day. Go, yeah. right? I mean, I think there's, there's something, there's something to that. And to the extent he's maybe voicing um, what are platitudes, you know, I, yeah. I, so, and, and you had sent me the, uh, the Jonah Goldberg piece on this about, you know, it was Tucker Carlson and talking about the uniparty system and all that. Um yeah, maybe it's a little silly. Uh, is is he? Is, should there be more debate on some of these topics? And, and Jonah points out, well, no, there's there's plenty of debate on uh, on a lot of these topics. Now, I think you can you can uh, get into the depth or the quality of the debates. Um, but uh, and and Tucker certainly bears some guilt for that. But you know, if, if he's going to say, listen, there isn't, you know, we aren't really having a um, enlightened or helpful or or well-run you know national debate on on civil rights or something like that uh, i would tend to agree with him um but uh i but i you, you know, know I, I don't i don't know that he's the remedy no yeah <laughs> I, mean, I, I would so. say that well you know you you had this platform tucker and i i guess exactly yeah and and not only if that only, but but this only like, you had had a, yeah. uh, if you only you had a widely watched <laughs> tv show and could have done something about it exactly so, yeah. and, and so i think the argument that also the argument that people really want these debates in any number is is just fails the initial kind of smell test because there you can find debates like this. I, I I like you said, I think we have debates like this, but there's a reason why those debates get much smaller audiences because they require people to have a certain amount of open-mindedness and to think and to really question things in a way. And it's a lot easier just to say, like, I think Tucker Carlson has a history of saying, it's like, I don't want to debate. I will just tell you what the truth is. And if you're wrong, well, then you're either stupid or dishonest. And Carlson has said that dozens of times. So he's not looking for debate. People are looking for affirmation, but not a lot fewer people are looking for debate and to really kind of understand in a deep way because you can find those debates and that they're much more of a niche sort of thing. And so that's why Tucker Carlson, I, I, I agree with some of his points, but he's fundamentally a dishonest person. Yeah. As, as, as the manager of Spinal Tap said, our, our appeal has grown more selective. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, so, um, yeah, I I, yeah. So no, I, I look. I, I think yeah. To some extent, maybe he's he's right in in uh, identifying the problem. Uh, it comes off sort of silly coming from him, though. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Then I, you know, what does this Fox do? Does this a uh, turn? And, and I also think we we should mention just the weird timing of it that um, uh, the same day uh, CNN let uh, Don Lamont go, um, who had who was sort of I don't know what say, but Tucker Carlson left, but. He said a lot of pretty unhinged kind of things, um, uh, and a lot of his his issues again came back to uh, less ideological and more um, 
well, I mean, the thing about the, you know, women being past their prime and so forth in their fifties and that, that didn't help him with his, uh, his bosses at CNN. Um, but you know, I, I can't, I can't say I'm sad to see either one of them go. Yeah. You know, to, I should point out they also apparently they both hired the same attorney to negotiate their settlements with their respective networks. So a nice little display of bipartisanship there, I guess. You know? But that's it. Yeah, but but yeah, I, well, I wanted to ask you also, what do you think about uh, what Carlson called the iron law of the universe, that true things prevail? Um, well, I'd like to, to hope that's the iron law of the universe. Um, I, I, I'd say you know, I would think that his career <laughs> is an true, argument true against things, that, right? That's sort I of mean, a bigger, that's sort of a bigger question than what you know we usually do on a Saturday morning. Um, what is truth, type thing? Um, I would say I'm I'm hopeful that uh, truth prevails eventually, and I think in most cases it does. Um, but sometimes that's a long term uh, project. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean, we, we can see so. what we can clearly see what he's doing. I mean, you make an argument that both parties are morally bankrupt if you want to separate yourself out and create something new. And in a way, it's weird. This, this took me back. You might not like the analogy and that's fine. You can tell me. But this took me back to the mid 90s when Newt Gingrich, part of Newt Gingrich's strategy basically to shake up the status quo in Congress was to make a similar sort of argument in that his argument was basically, well, we have this, we have this arrogant, hubristic uh, Democrat majority, which they're, they're completely illegitimate, but we also have this, our own party, they just become this bunch of quizlings who are rolling over. And so we have to blow the whole thing up and start again. And I, I see Tucker doing a similar thing saying like, well, and of course I will be the one to lead you. I will be your voice in this sort of thing. And I think you make a more principled case for what Gingrich was trying to do. If you believed in those principles, whereas again, I think Tucker Carlson believes in, as far as I can tell, no principles whatsoever, but that, well, that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. And I was going to Gingrich had an agenda, which was sort of the traditional Republican agenda. Um, it was, it was just louder, yeah. right? Yeah. Or in your face, more defined more um uh, uh pugilistic uh than it had been in the past and i think a lot of a lot of republicans welcome that right that's hey this is what we've believed all along finally somebody's fighting for it um uh tucker carlson on the other hand it's not to me entirely clear what the principles are there's sort of a populist type thing there and i, I suppose maybe those those are his principles i don't know um, um but uh now now past history would suggest that Tucker will fade, if not to irrelevance, uh, based on what we've seen for O'Reilly and Beck. And hey, they they're still doing things and have you know people and whatnot, but they haven't. They've kind of faded from most of the conversation. And I would, I don't think there's really any reason to believe that. I'm sure he'll still make millions doing whatever he does, but it'll be the next guy, and I assume it'll be a guy, the next aggrieved white guy arguing that elites are trying to destroy your way of life from at 8, 8, at 8 PM on Fox, who's going to be that guy who will get most of the attention. Yeah. So that's, that's my prediction. Well, I don't, uh, here's the thing. I don't, I don't, just to be clear, I don't entirely disagree that elites are trying to. Destroy sure. Of life. course not. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> um, you know, so, but um, yeah, I think the idea that, you know, that he's doing something completely different and, and I, yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not, that, that, or, or that, I guess the, the weird thing that he's some sort of political martyr, 
right? That Fox, you know, Fox threw him over the side because, damn it, he was telling the truth. Um, uh, no, because there's like a, a, about 50 other people at, at Fox, you know, from from hosts down to the, you know, guy in the, you know, the cafeteria, I imagine, um, who, who could you could put on air who would say the exact yeah. same things. Um, so. Now, granted, Tucker, I mean, you know, you, you need somebody who's able to do that in, in a very kind of eloquent and persuasive way who speaks to people. But there are plenty of people with those qualifications. Right. Fox won't have any problem. And I did. I, I got to say, I did like his ties and um, his like shirt comps. I like the way he dressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the whole, yeah, part of the whole thing there. So it was no, and to me, this is a weird sort of thing because this it was almost sort of a throwback to more of the conservative, the sort of preppy conservatism, right? That that uh, you and I sort of grew up with, like the the Bill Buckley, George Will. Uh, uh, and again, I'm 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 talking purely purely sartor sartorically, um, uh, and not ideologically, um, but. Uh, no, I was always like uh, I'd see Tucker Carlson on TV, and I didn't really watch much. But I was like, I I like that tie, or I was like, Who's I, have, I have that yeah. tie that Tucker does. <laughs> Tucker does. Yeah. So say what you will, the man uh, the man could pick good ties. There you go. We hope you enjoyed this preview of our supporters exclusive midweek show. If you'd like to hear the rest of the episode, we hope you'll consider becoming a supporter. Supporters get ad-free access to all of our shows, membership in our Politics Guys Discord group where you can join in on the conversation, and other benefits at different levels of support. To become a supporter, go to patreon.com slash politicsguys. You can also support us through Venmo or at politicsguys or through PayPal. You'll find all of our support links in the show notes as well as at politicsguys.com slash support. And if you'd like to get the midweek show, but you're not in a position to become a financial supporter, that's not a problem. Just send me an email at mike at politicsguys.com, and I'll be happy to get that set up for you.